Hey, hey, thanks for tuning into another episode of Moments with Dero, where I hope to encourage you, inspire you, and uplift you. I'm so excited about today's guest. She's a marketing and PR professional, agenda activist, passionate about women and girls' empowerment, and loves to engage in conversations that are empowering, inspiring, and intentional. She also loves to sing, write, travel, and inspire people. Let's tune in. Welcome onto the show, Senan. Thank you very much, Modoni. So before we had this conversation, I asked you to choose a word. Could you tell us which word it is and why it resonates with you? Um, I chose the word intentional uh, because um, I believe in everything we do for us to really have a happy life and to enjoy life, we have to make choices that are uh, deliberate and um, done on purpose. For someone who's saying, yeah, I already do things intentionally, why would you say it's important to be intentional? Because I think most people view this word at face value when there's so many hidden nuggets behind that word. Yeah, um, I, I believe uh, when you do things intentionally, it means that you, you have a clear plan of what you want to do. Uh, you have a clear purpose of what you want to achieve. And um, when, when you do it deliberately, because as we go, um, we delve deeper into this discussion, uh, I'll be able to, to highlight some of the things that I think uh, if done intentionally, we can have a better society and more happy people. So um, uh, when, when things are done intentionally, like on my case, I believe I am clear on what I want to do. I am following my purpose. And then that means um, I don't beat about the bush. And uh, the time I take to achieve what I want is shorter than if I didn't do it uh, with uh, a clear intention. Would you say there was a point in time in your life that you were not doing things intentionally? And if so, how did you switch your mindset to start being intentional? Um, growing up, we've all done things uh, without without um, thinking about it, uh, thinking through the repercussions or the consequences that come um, after uh, we've done what we've done. Um, mostly, I can give an example, like when we were in campus, um, we would have uh, weekends that you don't have a plan because during the week you have a schedule to follow, like a timetable to attend classes, and thereafter you have associations to join. So on weekends you like you have you you don't have plans and people people often ask um, uh, guys let's go somewhere and you're like the first person to go and you hope and hope from one place to another we know these things that you've all done in campus yeah. and then the following day you look at yourself and you wonder what the hell was I doing so I have been there and. Um, I, I say it's a stage in life because we all have to pass through certain things. But then I, I got to a point where um, I think growing older, you realize that you have to really make it uh, deliberate to choose what you want to do. So true. I can remember my campus days. You know, you look back and you're like, did I do that really? My <laughs> goodness, did I actually do that? So just to borrow from what you've said we all have to go through a stage in our lives where we find ourselves, we make mistakes, we rise up from them. So to the individual out there who's struggling to find their way, what would you tell them? 
um, I'd, I'd tell people, you know, uh, for you, it's a decision like any other. For you to maybe start eating healthy, you have to have experienced um, uh, the consequences of not eating healthy, what it means, or you've seen other people, or you just have to get this um, this turning point that it has to happen now. So um, I can't say that um, you can start living intentionally today just because uh, we are having this discussion, but it's something that uh, you have to... Um, to have to look within yourself and, and it has to come. It's a decision that has to come. You have to have this feeling and this um, point where you, you say in Swahili, we say unafika um, musho to, to start doing things in a different way. For example, I tell people that uh, these days I don't just go for dates. I have to really uh, look at, uh, at the math. And I once uh, mentioned to my friends that people who call me uh, maybe for just lunch and I have to like travel almost two hours and then it goes and becomes a mediocre lunch you get, Mutoni. Yeah. So uh, you have to get to that point where you really, um, uh, like, it clicks on you that I really need to be making better decisions because um, there, there are many, many other consequences if I don't do that. So for anyone struggling and, and, and wondering how they can start um, to being intentional, you have to do like, um, I can say, like a table and see that when I do these things, what happens? And if I can try doing them differently, what um, what can I achieve? For example, if you don't achieve your goals, often you have to go back and see why don't I achieve them? And then from there you can begin. I hear you. You know, you mentioned something where someone says, oh, come, let's meet up for lunch or coffee. Then you realize it takes you two hours to get to them. Yeah. And then when you get there, as you said, it's so mediocre and you ask yourself, what was the point? Why did I even show up? And it brings us back to intentionality. Yeah. What am I doing and why am I doing it? So you are very passionate about women and girls. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit of what you've done? I know you've done so much, but for the listener, tell us more. Um. Uh, one thing that I really encourage women before we can even delve into the challenges that uh, and the opportunities that women have to look at, I encourage women to be self-aware and um, to love themselves, to be um, to know their self-worth and their self-value. Uh, for me, when you when you embed all these things together, then they also help you to be intentional in the things that you engage in. For example, uh, most women um, we like. Uh, attending networking events, for example, before this uh, COVID-19 came. And even now we are doing it on, on social media and on all these other platforms, Zoom and all. Um, I, I really tell women to be really intentional on the kind of engagements you get yourself into and look at the value that you're going to get afterwards. So apart from the other initiatives that I do um, that empower women, like um, I've done um, a zero teenage pregnancies last year in my in my community. I've done environmental conservation um, uh, projects. I have done um, uh, economic empowerment projects. I tell women to really be self-aware. When you're self-aware, you can achieve any other thing and any other aspect of your life. Well said. You can do anything when you're focused when you know that you have purpose. And what would you tell your younger self, knowing what you know now and with the word being intentional, what would you tell your younger self? I think um, I wouldn't change much because then I don't want to be that 50-year-old that starts to, to, 
gave like a 19 year old i think um the things i would have done differently uh, maybe is after campus where i would set i would have set up a, a clear career maybe path uh, on the things i wanted to do because after campus i have done so many things i have worked in very many industries um, and i look back and, and 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 instead of my career path going as a straight line it goes as a zigzag but as I, i can say i'm still achieving what i wanted but if i had had a clear um part of what i wanted to do especially in my career um merging it with my passion then i would have uh, become a better person but on the things i did the mistakes i really embrace them and take them uh, as a as a stepping stone and as a stage in life that i really wouldn't have wished to me now looking at what is currently going on corona chronicles where we've been thrown a curveball and we have no clue when it's going to end some people feel like their lives have been have been turned upside down how would you encourage them to be intentional as they live day by day regardless of when coronavirus is going to end you know intentionality doesn't have to be an individual it trickles down from uh, families going to communities going to governments going to businesses yes. so um like the government for example can really be intentional in how it treats its uh, citizens by, pro- by providing the required amenities because there is money they tax that people are paying so uh, intentional governments that are really succeeding in the world are are those that are are really keen and you know intention means quality you yes. see yes. yeah so it means uh, the citizens will enjoy quality um, amenities quality provision of life and quality stuff from the government and then when it comes to businesses businesses will be ethical because they have intentionally purpose to provide um, i mean ethical practices and ethical products sustainable products to its people then if it comes to communities then communities are aware uh, that they need to live in a certain way like i see when people are driving you see someone throwing a bottle of um, of soda a bottle of, i mean a container of yogurt outside their cars and and i always wonder who is coming to pick it up yeah yeah so it's, it's intentional living is not an intentional purposeful living and behavior it, it trickles down from our families all the way to the, to our governments to our businesses and to every other individual so uh, for people who are um, everyone is affected by covid-19 um even us for example myself i'm working from home something i've never done uh, it's something it's somehow a good thing and uh, for others they have lost their jobs Mm. um other people who are in business are not able to do their businesses but we've also seen people coming up with new business ideas like when you go to these uh, bypasses you see people selling from the behind their i mean from their booths they are selling things people have become creative i know friends who started baking so mm. it's not the end of the road i think people can look and this is a time to rediscover uh, our talents and Yeah. our purpose in life you never yeah. know some of some of those who started their baking businesses might not go back to employment when when this this thing is over it's true it's very yeah. true yeah so i think people just need to embrace what we have now and look at it positively and um and see what what what, what else can i covid is um, is something big but it's not bigger than us human beings so we have to find a way of uh, really beating it in all ways we can Mm-hmm. and um find ways of of still finding uh, a place to to eat 
I like what you said, COVID is not bigger than us, you know? Yeah, it's not. It's not, and that is very encouraging for whoever is listening, even for myself, it's not bigger than us. Yeah. So looking into the future, where do you see yourself and how will you continue applying the word being intentional? Um, every day I, I, I wake up and I have this little notebook that I, I write down um, my dreams and goals. And then I look at, at people like uh, the founder of KFC and I see he started um, amazing, uh, an amazing brand when he was, I don't know if it's 79 or 89. Mm. And I he passed on and left it and it's grown all over the world. So every other day for me is a day that I come up with ideas and I write them down. Uh, even if I'm not able to achieve all of them, then I can leave uh, my kids or any other person like who will, who will be able to see what I have written down um, to see it through. So I look at um, myself continuing to do a lot of uh, women and girls empowerment uh, doing a lot of gender activism because um, I want a world where everyone is happy, uh, both men and women of all races, happy to live. You know, Madoni, there are people who just wake up every day and they are sad because, because so many things are not working out. So I, I hope that the platforms I'll be able to create in future will be able to give people hope that um, I can I, I can be happy and I can long to see them the following day rather than long not to see it. Yeah, well said. There are so many people waking up sad, feeling hopeless, lack of purpose. And I hope that by listening to this conversation, they can get a bit of, you know, encouragement and upliftment for them to face each day. Just yeah. to touch on, on something that you've just um, highlighted, your work on gender activism. Someone might not understand that because there's so much going on in the world of activism. Could you just explain to us what is a gender activist? Um, I think everyone has their own definition of what they, they, they think of that, especially those people who are in it. But for me, I, I look at myself as someone who, who gender activism basically for me is um, equality for all, like for both men and women, whereby um, I am not judged because I'm a woman. I'm not denied opportunities because I am a woman or I'm not given opportunities because I am a man or I am not denied opportunities either because I am a man. Because uh, we've seen um, with with uh, the new, I mean, with um the life nowadays, most people uh, think gender activism, and when I say I'm a gender activist, and I'm just fighting for women's rights. But then I realized um, I have a boy, and this boy will grow and find a world of uh, full, um, a world filled with uh, empowered women, and then he'll be the only one there and bringing his mediocrity. So um, gender activism for me should really be uh, about both sexes and um, the other LGBTIQ um, because at the end of the day, we all need each other and we all need uh, strong men, women, um, lesbians, gays, people who are strong um, and people who value themselves and people who feel they are uh, worth because that way we will see better communities, better countries, and better continents. Yes, well said. We all need to live amongst each other with respect, with love, and also with intentionality. Yes. Now, in closing, is there yes. anything that you'd like to say, anything that you'd like to bring to mind for someone who's listening? 
Um, I think what I can ha I can say is um, sometimes uh, what hinders us from living intentionally is uh, because we, we like settling. We like settling uh, by the standards uh, set by other people. So uh, I'd like just to tell the listeners to have your own standards. And uh, when people say you're just too proud because you have your standards, then that is your problem, not your problem. So don't settle and don't accept things and ideologies um, of people just because you don't want to annoy people and you don't want to make other people feel hurt. Look at yourself and look at what you value and follow that to the end. I said never settle because um, settling is really um, not a winner's um, choice. Yes, settling is not a winner's choice. And to your children, what would you tell them? Oh, my God. Uh, my babies, uh, I have a five-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. And um, right now, my, my daughter, since she's the older one, knows uh, she knows what she wants. And I, have, I always tell her to, to be clear about what she wants and what she wants to do. Be clear about um, her, her personality and um, herself as a child, uh, be clear about what you don't like people to do to you, especially now we've, uh, we've had cases of uh, children being molested and all. I tell her uh, what she can allow, sorry, and what she can't allow, mm. especially when it comes to her body. She knows she has clear guidelines from mommy. She knows that um, I can allow this and I can't allow this. And she also knows that um, if she crosses someone's line, what to say, because then, uh, you know, you can't raise your child in your, own, um, in your own values only. You have to incorporate societal values yeah. and then incorporate them with your family values to raise really a child that can face the world with a lot of confidence. Yes. Yes. And to your boy? Oh gosh, to my boy, he knows he has to be a man. Like he has to be a real man, not not manhood. To be a man. In fact, Antonio asked me this, and today I posted on my WhatsApp status that uh, manhood is not what people have been taught or what the men have been taught. That is why we are seeing a lot of problems with our men today, including suicide, depression, because there's a certain way that they have been taught to look at society and behave in society. But for me, the most important is for my son to be aware of himself and to know his values and, and what he can take and what he can't take and what he, he desires and his purpose in life. And then that all those things encompass and make a great man because I want him to be a man that can face this world just as, as my daughter. I don't want him to have standards that are set by society at, um, <laughs> that you can't cry if you're feeling pain, that you can't show emotions because you're a man. I want my son to be a human being first before he can be any other thing. That is so true. And, you know, just to tie in being intentional, I think also on our, on our part as women is being intentional to allow the men in our lives to be vulnerable, to allow the men in our lives to show emotion. As you say, there's no, there's no, what's the word? There's no, it's, it's okay to cry and it's yeah. okay not to be okay. Very, very okay. And uh, as you see, like we say in Swahili, I really don't understand what that means because <laughs> I don't understand because if I pinch my babies right now, both of them will cry the same. Yes. If I deny them things, they will both cry the same. Yes. So what happens when they are older and I want my daughter to cry and my son to be strong? Mm. 
Yeah, so really that is what is messing up the society. Let's allow every human being to cry, to show emotions, whether happy or sad or depressed or whatever, so that we can be able to seek help and have better women and men in this society. Well said, well said, well said. So in closing, I will let you tell me and tell the listeners anything that we don't know about you and what would be your superpower if you were a superhero? Um, what you don't know about me is that I have sung and recorded uh, six, uh, six songs in my vernacular language, Kimeru. Oh, nice. And uh, if I was a superpower, um, uh, um, okay, um, I would be what? Chadwick Bosman was, was someone that I looked up. He's a great guy. Rest in peace. So he was at once asked that question and he said he would have wished to freeze time. So I think I would say the same. You would want to freeze time? Yeah. Hey, I wish. I wish we could freeze time. Anyway, I am so grateful for having you on on this show. And may God bless your endeavors and may you continue being purposeful and intentional in all that you do. Thank you, Mutoni, and keep inspiring us. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for having me. All right, till next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye.